Hello everyone, Salam alaikum. My name is Nana and today we would be doing a little um summary of what went down at last month's um Nos to my younger self episode. So last month the topic of discussion was knowing yourself. And this is a very very crucial conversation that needs to be had. I think it's a it's a topic that sets the room and the precedence for all other things that happen in your life and i'm so excited that the younger people were able to have these conversations earlier on in their lives because a lot of older people tend to say they wish they had the opportunity to have these conversations so i think it's a huge honor that we were able to speak about these things and learn from people who are older and have you know experienced life and have had certain experiences that have shaped them and also to hear what tools um they were empowered with that helped them in their journey and all of the good stuff so knowing yourself is something that i speak about a lot personally because how do you give your best how do you do your best without you know knowing who you are knowing your highs your lows what ticks you off what makes you happy your strengths your weaknesses and i just think it's a very very important thing and the what makes this extra special is that it's a sharing space so you're not just on the journey alone but you're learning from other people you're learning from the mistakes of others and hopefully you wouldn't have to make those mistakes so yeah so i think i'd be handing over to fatima mitambari now to tell us how she feels as a young person and how the conversation you know impacted her Thank you for having me Nana. Assalamu alaikum. Uh you know when you were talking about how um you know it impacts for me I have seen growing up I've never really had any type of conversation relating to knowing yourself or you know self discovery and self exploration and self awareness and it was only recently that I came across you know these t- terms and terms as well like um self love and i have seen and when i did decide to consciously you know start this journey i have seen how much i have changed as a person how accepting of myself i am there was there used to be like a lot of blame so um i um i like to des- describe myself as pretty impulsive and this i used to see in a negative light before now so for instance my friends who know me would know that whenever i you know created or opened a social media handle and i would get maybe like followers up to like a thousand maybe in a few months or something and next minute you're looking for me you can't find me i've just deleted the account and moving on and it never really like dawned on me that maybe it was some form of anxiety i was dealing with or something in my mind it was just i cannot hold anything down because this was what a lot of people told me why are you constantly opening different accounts you can't even when they would find me oh finally you have a new account i'm sure in 2 months you're going to delete this <laughs> and it was it, it it kind of made me feel bad i would say but when i did my soul searching and really discovered these things it wasn't bad at all and i'm in a place where i'm accepting of it i'm like yes i've opened it if i decide to delete it tomorrow that's my business like i choose to and that's fine i don't feel any regrets i have my reasons people don't necessarily understand it and that's fine you know like we don't share the same vision and that's okay 
that's what I do. And I try, I'm, I'm trying now not to dis- define myself by the things that I do or the mistakes that I make because um, I do something doesn't mean that's who I am. I don't have to carry that label. I decide I want to be better today, then that's fine. I can do that without having to feel like, oh, but you're that person or this person. And I've seen really how it has helped me even in my marriage because when I did get married, I would say I was pretty young. I was 21. I was still in school. I had a lot of learning about myself to do that I didn't do prior to the marriage. And so a lot of myself was being revealed to me and to my husband in the course of them. I have a patient one. So, I mean, a lot of times he would guide me through the process, but I didn't even myself. And sometimes I would be so upset and so irritated with myself. Like, why can't I be like that person? Why can't just, why can't I just stable? I would often, because I just felt like I was all over the place. I didn't know what I was doing today. I'm this today. I'm that. But now I tell myself, I mean, I'm still in my 20s. This is my, these are my years of, you know, exploration and adventure. I don't have one person. I mean, like, evolution and evolving and discovering new things about yourself. To do better, to be better. And even choice to, like, constantly grow. There's no point you reach where you feel, okay, this is it. So I've seen really how, like, all of this combined, I'm still on the journey. But at least I'm conscious of it now and it has made me more compassionate um, with myself and with others. It has made me kinder to myself and to my others. And I really feel like this is, the, like this is just the perfect time. As alhamdulillah, I hope that I can do better, not just as a person, but as a mom. And in raising her to, you know, be aware of herself as well. So for me, really, that's alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much, Zara. That was packed. Welcome. Auntie Aisha? Mm, assalamu alaikum. Gosh, subhanallah. I feel redundant in this conversation because <clears throat> I'm listening and just absorbing this brief, sort of debrief of that session, inspired sort of uh, by you, Nana, to have conversations between our generations, the old generations with yours about basically just things that matter and this episode knowing knowing myself or knowing yourself knowing who you are was such a valuable one I certainly came away a lot more enriched and I always knew that that would be the case certainly because for you to be at this stage in your lives and valuing the power the power the impact just simple conversation can have to transform your mindset and shift your understanding and inform how you choose to navigate going forward. That's very, uh, alhamdulillah, that's really insightful. And while Zara was sharing along her sort of about her journey, it made me think back to, gosh, if anybody asked me what the tools I had were, I realized that quite possibly it would have to, a lot of credit has to go to my parents. Um, not only did my parents expose me to just a whole new world through reading, through a lot of material, but what they did was just engage in conversation. They were very comfortable to sit and explain things, but not necessarily just teaching. They encouraged ask questions, just ask us what, you know, whatever you want, whenever. If we don't know it, we will go and find out. Mm-hmm. What we can't find out, 
we will facilitate for you to go and look for. And I think that has a huge, huge impact on a child's confidence, on a young person's confidence to trust that they can synthesize, they can be curious and they can synthesize, they can wonder, they can get it wrong, and they can redo. Uh, yeah, that, that was coming to me. My mom has been a safe space all of my life. So she, she just provides that space where bring anything and everything and she just never offered you judgment. She didn't offer judgment, she listened, she gave her opinion, she would tell you what she thought, but somehow she managed to just facilitate you figure it out. And she was always very kind and compassionate with it and she remains that way till date. So you've hit on something, Nana here, in believing that there's value in having these exchanges. So what we may have to offer, and certainly in that conversation, I think I noticed that, is probably just heightening the vocabulary. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Heightening the vocabulary, fine tuning it. So when you use terms like uh, having compassion for myself and accepting who I am, those aren't terms that we had coming into this journey a long time ago. We kind of just went with it. But that's kind of what we were learning to do Yeah. when we had each other. And we would say, look, this happened, whether it's in a relationship or at work or along the way. And you had somebody supporting you who would say, well, you know, don't worry about it and give you examples of other times where you did get it right and why you could afford to say, this is fine. This is OK. What can I learn from it and move forward? So it's, it's a whole, whole load of a whole load of valuable things. I would say the most valuable thing I came away with is just really having it reinforced for me. The power of conversations to open up new avenues of thinking and of doing. Because you guys say, said it all in saying it's a journey. Just understanding that for the rest of your lives, you're going to be finding out things about yourself. You're going to be evolving and you don't want to be the same forever. You want to be changing. You want to keep improving. I think fundamentally, that's really the starting point, the most important thing. Thank you so much, Ante Aisha. That was beautifully said. And I love the, the point you made on vocabulary because I feel like a lot of times, we we do have the same experiences but it's just the awareness and then like the vocabulary you said so the experiences mm. are quite similar but just more awareness and then there's more mama my mom always says that this generation has a way of putting names to everything <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's something like that it's good, though. I, I have to say, when she was speaking, that's what I was thinking to myself, that if you asked our generation, what tools did you use, we probably would get stuck mm -hmm. because we don't really we didn't have access to the vocabulary. So journaling, for instance, I've been doing that since I was 12, 13, but it wasn't called that mm -hmm. in those days. That's it wasn't named that I was just given a diary and it started out with writing to a pen pal. And then you dumping on a pen pal that probably didn't even know what you were talking about, but just developing that practice. So it became something I started to do and I could do and then I loved it. But that's reflective practice. Mm -hmm. Now there are so many fancy names for all of that. Yeah. Uh, another thing that sort of struck me is that acceptance, that self-acceptance that Zara mentioned. Yeah. I know that there are many conversations where my mother would say to me or say to people, it's so important for you to 
to she wouldn't use the terms sort of what we're using now say know who you are and accept yourself no but she would say things like give you examples of her life and what she does when she's struggling and she would use probably using my language our local languages so that's what i mean by the power of having the vocabulary to name things when they're going on for you now you say it's anxiety we wouldn't have used that we would have just said things like ko energy abumbadai sorry to sort of go in here without so you know energy badai i got scared or whatever there's a lot of power in having a name for something and i'll give you an example before we sort of wrap up mm-hmm. i recently did i don't know if i shared it in the session when we did it the episode but recently in the course of doing my own self development work i did a, a an assessment a personality assessment that really went in depth and i loved it because it worked it sort of showcased my personality across a spectrum and when i say spectrum it meant that it showed when this type personality type is healthy this is how you present in life you behave like this you act like this do you know what i mean you tend mm-hmm. to do this you tend to do that when this personality type is unhealthy at its unhealthy <laughs> this is how it presents yeah. and there was just so much in there i sat with a highlighter which is what my coach had required me to do and said look just highlight everything that resonates for you aisha and what was so amazing was i could recognize the woman i had been at each and every stage of that spectrum bits and pieces at uh, the personality types present as destructive average unhealthy healthy and very very healthy super healthy i found myself in all of it across all of that spectrum and for me it was so wonderful simply because it felt like meeting myself meeting myself meeting the versions of myself that the different versions yes but even at the point where you know there were versions of myself in there that were really ugly at the times where i didn't like how she was presenting but there mm-hmm. she was and what was wonderful about meeting her in there was i was meeting her from a place of i was healthy i could mm. now see that you know what you're operating at your healthy and the only way i could do that is because i had to have gone through those different stages i had to have experienced those things where i was average and i was unhealthy and that doesn't mean i'm overall saying i myself now am this i'm saying that your personality swings between good days and bad days different situations mm-hmm. and circumstances not just your personality just your behavior and how you deal with life and that's exactly as it should be and that's where the term evolving matters so having the vocabulary for me was very liberating because all of a sudden i could now name my behavior i had a name for it that when i was referencing gosh you know i'm feeling resentment for this and that i understood where it was coming from what that just gave me was just the power to understand myself even deeper at a deeper level mm-hmm. and that means that i'm going to notice and i have a name for when my stomach drops in a certain situation i know what it is i know that i'm uncomfortable and i'm feeling discomfort because it's not my default way of operating i'm not in my comfort zone do you know what i mean and you just yeah. pay more attention you're more strategic you're more intentional and it means that you can be braver you can be mm-hmm. bolder and you just open up you're more open to just more amazing opportunities to expand the version of yourself that you probably didn't even dare think was possible mm-hmm. i love it very true love Thank it you so much it was lovely speaking to you as always 
thank you for joining us on this month's episode. Maybe this should become something regular. Let us know if you would like to listen to this more often. And we hope to see you on Monday, the 22nd of February, inshallah, as we discuss dating and we share stories, laughter, love and experiences. Thank you very much. This is Nana signing out for The Girl Tribe. Bye.